Amen. God bless on today. Pastor Derek Fletcher coming to you live on today, 14 March. And it's daylight savings time. Amen. We want to thank and praise God for today. <clears throat> We're going to be sharing uh, on today the weight of your decision. And so we're going to talk about in Daniel chapter 5, <clears throat> kind of do a uh, some, and share some key points. Text of the message on the day will deal with the fact that the king, who was a, a sovereign ruler over the known world, and he was placed there uh, because of God's uh, divine providence is divine will. And we want to look at, uh, and this is an intro, we want to look at the weight of his decision, uh, referencing the handwriting on the wall. It talks about an address that, uh, that the weight of his decision uh, was made lacking, was weighed, his weight, the weight of his decision was weighed and found lacking, meaning he made a decision there wasn't a good choice and a good decision. And, and as the result, he got fired. And um, we can see also in uh, Daniel about chapter 8 um, and 7, where it talks about vision interpreted um, and uh, Daniel's vision relating to the uh, statue of gold, silver, bronze, iron, and then. Uh, clay mixed with iron, and, and we can see uh, that the king uh, uh, Belshazzar had a feast. And then the context of that, he was a uh, ruler or sanctioned over Babylon, and his father was Nebuchadnezzar. And so we're going to talk, talk about that and, and talk about a, the fact that this king has ship and dominion because of God's authority and God's uh providence and his preeminence over uh to include the babylonians as a part of scripture text and some key things that they contributed relative to the context of scripture and uh looking at the world system and they added some things um in the area of market and mercantilism um that continue today uh, some areas around when we look at Western civilization, uh, different codes of conduct when transacting business. And so we'll see that the weight of de his decisions uh, was centered around it. And even during that time, if you made a good decision, uh, most of the merchant squares had their weights that they would put uh, uh, to to uh, weigh out and make sure that uh, either the item or the money way through compare my standard to your standard. If I were a, a merchant or a purchaser within the market square, I carried a standard, a trusted standard weight that I knew uh, would counteract or, or that decision when I make that procurement or that purchase. And so very much the same, uh, the king here made a choice and a decision. And on today, how many of you know that God looks at us 
the weight of our decision and the weight of our choice, which stems from our heart on today. We, we share that. And uh, before we really get into it, and that's kind of like a little interview, and we'll go by scriptures in Daniel chapter 5. But right now, let's pray. Amen. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher coming to you uh, live. Uh, let's see. And around uh, Yan, and the context is Daniel. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you that the eyes of our understanding be open and enlightened that we reach into the things that are your spirit. They that worship you must worship you in spirit and truth. And so we want to tag you, Father, from the spiritual aspect so that our spirit touches with your spirit and that we increase and grow and that we grow and understand the oracles of your word as they apply to I, me, and myself as, my, as your word applies to me. And when I hear your word, hallelujah, as it pertains to Derek Fletcher, amen, I hear your word. I receive it with the exchange of yes and amen. And so, Father, we thank you and we glorify you on today for your purpose, for your destiny, for your plan as it relates to our lives. We open up our heart. We open up our eye gate on our ear gate so that we can hear what thus saith the Lord. Not only can we hear it, but that we receive it as your grafted word. We know, God, that you are not a man that you would lie, that you watch over your word to perform it. Not only that, Father, we know that you are not a man that you would lie, but you entertain that which are the oracles of your word. And so we bond to it. We we draw to it as uh, the deer panted for the brook. We desire the sincereness and of your word and the, the, the sincereness of the milk so that the milk that we ingest and we graduate to meat. So we thank you, Father, on today for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. And so we see uh, that in, in Daniel 5 that uh, Belsh Belshazzar had a feast. He had a great feast. And so he was descended of Nebuchadnezzar. Amen. He gave a great feast for thousands of his nobles. There were nobles and he was uh, drinking his wine and in the presence of thousands of guests. And this is what uh, happens. And, and he was a uh, part of that in crowd. And he had a party and he invited guests um, along the context. There's nothing wrong with having a party and having guests invited. But we see here um, that in the kingdom of the rulership, and he was as a ruler over uh, the known world, kind of similar to how the U.S. has uh, the president. And, and he's looked at as a, a leader. Uh, of the known modern world. So this was the context. And Babylon had sacked uh, and, and um, excised the resource out of many different countries and, and took all their young men from different countries and brought them into uh, the Babylonian capital city. Not only that, but they took 
the youngest and the brightest, and they schooled them and introduced them to uh, the Babylonian way. And we can look at Shadrach, Meshach, and the Bendigo, and Daniel, and how they didn't partake of uh, the fine pleasures of the Babylonian empire. They were a people that serve God's little G, not the big G of Adonai and Elohim. And so they had different things. They were institutionalizing uh, magic and 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 the, the study of the stars. And they had magi. They had wise men. They studied philosophy. They studied mercantilism, the exchange of money and different codes of, of honor referencing the world system. And so for at all purposes and mindsets, when we talk about the world system and what the world does, we sometime will represent certain countries because they had known rulership during specific periods of time, like the Egyptian Empire, uh, Babylonians, the Persian Medes, uh, the Roman, uh, the, the Greeks, and etc. And so at this time, he was having a party, getting it on, had all his friends there, all the guests. And so you can imagine that uh, as absolute ruler, he had everybody who was somebody, lottie dotty, everybody partying down, I guess, from the code of what the world has. There's nothing wrong with that. But there was a minor error in what he had done glory to God. So the silver and the gold, which was his father's, he had taken out of the temple, which was in Jerusalem. Amen. So that the king and his nobles, his wives and his concubines might drink from them. Nothing wrong with what they were doing from the world aspect, but they were using the silver and the gold and the goblets from the temple of God. They were in a position and he had made a choice and a decision. I don't know about you on today, but God is looking at us to make a choice and a decision about weighing out the things that are right and the things that are wrong in his eyes. The word tells us that he has set before us the finalities of the things of this world. And then he has set before us those things that reference uh, uh, kingdom decisions, those difference, the holy places and the high place of God. I've set before you the things of the world and I've set before you uh, uh, which are the curses and I set before you the blessings of spiritual things. I set before you your destiny. And so he was exercising his choice as ultimate ruler over the known world as being set in the place of God hit the weight of his decision was off basis because he was taking the things of God and mixing it in with the ori of that day. He was mixing it in with the little G. They were making declarations and, and making proclamations to the gods of little G and, and gods that were made by the hands of gold and silver of other men. And so that was considered to be a task that was off. Everybody was getting drunk and, and having uh, uh, lascivious acts going on. And you could just imagine what was happening. He said in four, they drank the wine and praise gods of silver, gods of gold, gods of iron, wood, and stone. 
interesting and god uses uh the vision of uh, to of daniel to show uh the different kingdoms as such and and how they would come into play the prophecy standpoint and we can see where uh the babylonians amen were on the top and then the persian medes were were next glory to god and then the great the greek uh uh we'll say the greco and then the roman and then there's other uh the other aspect of kingdoms taking over the earth and and you'll see that that the the foot of it the foundation of the foot stems from the head down all civilizations that have compiled and etched in their philosophies and their standpoints and so all of a sudden they're having a good time drinking out and and giving praises and and sacrilege toward the things of god there appears a hand that starts to writing on the wall amen all of a sudden folks got sober they became hey what's going on here we need to know they start consulting with their soothsayers their magic spell casters their magi and and etc x y and z and so they all came forth the chaldeans and and uh the 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 vet devonerers and uh the witchcraft folks white magic black magic uh anybody who was somebody astrologers and so on and none of them none of them could figure out what the handwriting on the wall was all about and then all of a sudden the the king uh the king glory to god uh came and and he had some wise men and they couldn't understand it all kind of people there was somebody and all of a sudden then the king belshazzar was greatly perplexed well he he wasn't perplexed uh earlier man you made a decision the weight of your decision is before you amen uh, no one's gonna force you to obey and serve god you get that through inspiration you get that when you come in uh before the altar and you have a discovery moment that the life that i'm living is raggedy and off basis that i don't even know my purpose right you need to consult with god the oem manufacturer of who you are the one who spoke and said that i knew you before time the one who spoke and says that i have anointed you uh the one that spoke and says i ordained you and i've called you to a task i've taught you to a purpose i have placed some in eight characteristics within you some specific things and so now the ruler of the free world the one who god set on high to make decisions that impact impacted the world system was perplexed he didn't understand what what's going on what did i do well the weight of his decision was off you don't mix up uh, the, the things of little G with big alpha and the omega are uh, the greatest judge times the ancient of days so he had mixed and he had gone and extended beyond realm of his authority God has given us a measure of authority and decision making upon the earth he has called us out to obey and serve him it's a choice that we shall make glory to god if choose you 
this day whom you will serve. Will you serve men and mammon or will you serve God who is the source of life? God who is the source of all riches. God who will take little and make much. He will take what you have when you give it over to him and he will multiply it and he will increase it. He will literally blow your mind. And at this point, the king was perplexed. He was off base. He was off balance, not understanding the weight of his decision. Taking those things were sacred. Those things that were specifically set aside for the praise and adoration of God and having a good time. Amen. And, and, and then all of a sudden, his wife, the queen, says, look, king. He said, there's a man that I know about, that I heard about. I believe he can interpret this. He is a part of the big G crew. He is a part of the God sent crew. I believe if we call this man, because he's not practicing the orgies that we're doing, he's not practicing the black magic and the white magic, he set himself apart specifically to his God into his way. I believe that it is his God who is the God of heaven and earth, who is the omniscient, the omni-knowing, and the omnipresent God. We're going to send for this man, and he's going to be able to tell us everything that we need to know, because um, your father had trust in him, Nebuchadnezzar, had trust in this man, glory to God. Your father, the king, appointed him as chief over when you are meek and humble before God. He will turn you from the tail to the head. He'll make you uh, above and not beneath. Say that this man was chief of all the magicians, magicians, enchanters, Chaldeans, and diviners. The power of God supersedes any other power that is upon the earth. And by the name of Jesus, by his blood, glory to God. And he has the title deed to death, hell, and the grave. He has proclaimed us and we have been reconciled and brought back to the original intention that God has for man, which is to take dominion and authority over the earth, not from uh, a black magic, not from a white magic, not from a manipulation of other people. But he has called us to have dominion and authority over the earth in him and to call forth and to multiply. You can't multiply the right way if you're not standing with God. You can't. Your time currency, your money currency, and your talent currency can't be maximized if you're not yoked in and yoked up with God. And this king forgot about who took him and brought him there. He got caught up into himself and Daniel came forward. And when Daniel came forward, amen, he began to talk to the king. And so he told the king, oh, king, live forever. And so he began to tell the king, you know, God has assigned you. He has raised you. He has placed you in a place when you say men go to the left or men go to the right, they go. When you say men are elevated in a level of promotion, they are. When you say execute 
and kill. That's what happened. He told him, he said, you're in a place of authority and it's not by your prettiness. It's not by your power. It's not by your might, but it's by the hand of the God almighty that has placed you in this spot. Oh, King, the most high God gave Nebuchadnezzar, your father, kingdom and greatness and glory and, and majesty. God gave it to your father and handed it to you. And he began to tell him about his authority seat and what God had entrusted within him. And he was a outsider from the realm of God, big G. He wasn't a, a, a person that showed up uh, for Sunday service or donated uh, to the local church relative to what we understood, but God had placed him in that point to do his bidding, to do his movement on the earthly realm. Because of that, the formation, the culture, the mindset, the aspect of finance, moving, and trade was maximized from these people and the king had a seat in it. So the divineness of God was not interrupted or corrupted. And so anyway, he told them, he said, and because of the greatness, and we're at 19, that he gave him all the people, nations and speakers of every language trembled and feared him. Whosoever he wished, he killed, and whomever he wished, he kept alive. Whomever he wished, he promoted, and whomever he wished, he humbled. So he just went through the scenarios, and he began to say, and he drove also, he, he was also driven from mankind, and his mind was made like an animal. Amen. So he let him know about how his father got beneath or beyond himself in God. You know, had to make him into a. Uh, he had to go on all fours, and he 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 allowed the possession of a demonic force, amen, to come come into him. So Daniel was sharing all that with him, and 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 about twenty two, he says, "And you, his son, O Belteshazzar, have not humbled your heart, your mind, even though you knew all of this." Man, wisdom and knowledge will teach you some things if you allow it. So he's letting them know. He said, didn't you not learn from your father? Did you not know and understand that the power of the most high God had included you in his promises? And you did like your father. You got beyond yourself. You took the stuff from the temple and, and you included it within your orgy. And you gave toasts to other gods. He said, didn't you not learn? He said, man, come on, wake up, smell the coffee. And so it's the same for us today. Amen. As believers and, and people that are in government seats, God has allowed them to be there. He has placed them there to make decisive decisions to better the society's outcome and standings. But this guy having a party and hanging out with the stuff of God, blasphemous. And so he says, uh, your father had the authority. He abused it. And he turned and went on all fours. And now 
you had it and you're not even understanding what you did. You didn't even learn from it. You didn't even recognize that God has set some things before you. And he says, you have exalted yourself against the Lord of heaven and the vessels of his house have been brought before you and you and your nobles, your wives and your concubines have been drinking wine from them, from of God, from the man. He's letting them know you up. You messed up. The weight of your decision and the intentions of your heart wasn't there. You're in a position where what you've done is is not forgivable. But I, if it was me, I would have said, you know what, Lord, forgive me. I, I didn't, I didn't know, or I didn't mean no harm. I repent. But this guy did not, and and. My man read him his rights. Daniel read it to him, you know, and he wrote up on that. He interpreted what the the scripture says. Amen. And I'm going to read that really quick. But he, come on, man, you're the weight of your decisions. God has set before you the world system and the heavenly system. And he wants you to make a choice and he wants you to make a decision. All right. What are you choosing? You choosing drinking, drugs, orgies, pornography. Um, and all, all manner of things, or are you choosing uh, uh, to obey and, and render yourself and your gift and your talents in the hands of the Lord? And so he says here, um, I'm just going to read uh, the the interpretation here of what it says, but it says, mine, mine, tikil, apophasi, apophasing, number, number, weighted and divided basically he what it means is the weight of your decision has the choice of your decision has been weighed not only has it been weighed it's been measured and it's found it's been found lacking because your heart wasn't in the right place so god looks upon the heart of men. He looks upon the heart of even men that don't even claim God is Lord, but he placed him in the position of authority to ultimately fulfill scripture, to ultimately fulfill the end game of what God will have for his people. And so he's letting them know. He said, you have been weighed on the scales of righteousness and found deficient. Meaning, you've been weighed, brother. You've been measured up. <laughs> and, and the weight of your decision, this is the, the weight of the standard, and this is the weight of your decision right here, right here, and this is the weight of the standard. Boom! Right? It, it, don't, even, it don't even measure up, right? Because this right here is the standard of God Right. And, and now. Right. And it's not going that way. Boom. The standard of God is weighed out and you up here, you're above it. It's not balanced out. Amen. Many of us are uh, today. We're not making balanced decisions based upon the evidence that is before us. God has placed within you a soulish man. 
which is our consciousness, our will, amen, uh, our emotions, and the weighted decisions that we make, glory to God. And he has before us the world system, and he has the spiritual system. And he, he wants us to choose. He wants us to literally pick what are we going to do. And, and, and it's okay to make a mistake. God is looking at your heart. And when you do, repent and go to him. But he says, man, he said, man, you had it going on. You was partying. You was uh, uh, orgies going on. And, and you had all the people, Lottie Dottie, that, that was in society that had a name. You had them all lined up and y'all was all juiced up and hanging out. All right. But you had things that were sacred. You had the cups from the temple partying off. And on that night, said he said, then uh, Belshazzar gave and commanded that Daniel be clothed with purple and a chain of gold was put around his neck and a proclamation concerning him was issued right that he now have authority as a third ruler of the kingdom you obey and serve god he'll make you ruler over many oh when you are obedient to the small things he will increase you amen and during the same night belshazzar amen the last chaldean king was slain. Amen. He's letting them know. He said, dude, he said, and and in another translation, Daniel said, man, I don't want that stuff. I don't want it. He said, King, I'm sorry, but tonight your your reign is going to end. Your lineage as a world power is about to be cut off. You're going to die. Amen. And we see where the Medes take over command of the known world system where Darius the Mede received the kingdom and he was able about the age of 62. So, amen. So the weight of your decision is important. Amen. The king overlooked that. He thought that he could take the items of God and render them in a party. Folks, if you look at that God and you you proclaiming God, man, that 10% of your time, that 10% of your talent, that 10% of your money needs to go back to him so that he can blow on it and increase it so that you can balance yourself and the weight of your decisions so that you can be balanced out. So when the man come and say you don't have a job no more, you don't go kill yourself. Glory to God. So when uh, uh, you walk in, amen, and you see your spouse not being faithful, you don't take nobody out. The weight of your decision, God, the weight of your decision, you somewhere and you taking a drink. Glory to God. I don't drink. All right. But I'm saying as an example, the weight of your decision to get behind that wheel and drive and you kill somebody, hurt somebody. Glory to God. You didn't weigh it against the standard of what God says, right? Call an Uber. Get a friend to drive you. The weight of your decision and the king messed up. And from that point to this point, the Babylonian 
rulership, the Chaldeans as world power died with that king. We can see traces, we can see elements within our present day system that we got from 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 that part of the world, uh, the 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 code of Hammurabi, amen. The the choice and the decision about business, the weighting and the decision, and so the weight of your decision is very similar to a judge that's sitting on a judge seat that has to make a determination based upon the facts on who's saying what, and so God has given us that same thing. He's given us. Uh, the ability to make a judgment call based upon the evidence that is before us. Those that obey him and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. By faith, we have to believe what the word of God says and, and the testimonials that are before us. The world system said, well, I, I don't want faith. I want to see it now. I want to gravitate to it. Now the world has some elements that they'll talk about visualization and, and reaching forward and getting your goals. But you know, all that stuff came from biblical inspirations. Write the vision and make it plain. Feed off into your spirit, man, the things and the factors of God so that you won't deviate, so that you won't move from his plan. The weight of your decision is important. Stick to it and don't deviate. That which is sacred, keep it sacred. That which is unholy, I'm going to tell you, get away from it, flee from it, and trust in the Lord God. Amen. That's the word, and we came from Daniel 5. Father, we thank you on today. We thank you for your loving kindness, your tender mercy. We thank you for the word. We thank you that this example of Belshazzar and the example of Nebuchadnezzar, even though they were of the world system, God's power and preeminence still has dominion and authority over even the world system. Amen. And we thank you, Father, for your omniscience, from your omnipresence, from your omni-knowing, from your everywhere at one time, omnipresent. We glorify you. We thank you that this word is going forward. This word is touching someone right now that may be in the spot of decision in their life. They may have a choice that they must make and need to make concerning the life he has set before us blessings and curses and he's rendered us that we choose that we make a decision that we make a weighted decision based upon the standard of the word of god and so we thank you for your goodness your mercy and your grace and be with us in the name of jesus we pray Amen. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher telling you, uh, be blessed of the Lord. Please email me at that email if, if you just are blessed by the word on today. And uh, on this past Saturday, which was uh, the 13th of March, we launched our all men's prayer group, prayer line, prayer conference, whatever you want to call it. It was a blessing. And if you're a man and, and you want to get with us, Amen. And, and iron sharpens iron and begin to pray, amen, and intercede on the behalf of our nation, intercede on the behalf of the rulership of dominions and authority, and that the Lord God prevail. Email me and says, hey, I want to be a part of this all men's prayer group. We, we got other prayer groups throughout the week. 
uh, uh, for for all other groups, but primarily on those prayer groups, nothing but women, nothing but women, the majority, uh, 90% are women. We need a prayer group for men. We need a place where men can talk. We need a place where men can lay petitions of concern and be uh, among like brethren and, and, and get an understanding of how to walk in the things of God and how to be a man over our household, to be the chief priest, amen, to be the cover. And that's what God called us to be. And so uh, let me know uh, we're, we're doing uh, our men's prayer group on Saturday and uh, it's nine o'clock Pacific time. And if you do the time roll back uh, three hours on the East coast, it'll be at noon. Um, for this conference uh hit me up on my email and uh, we can get you information and it's pastor derek f dot yes and amen at gmail.com amen god bless you on today and thank you for just tuning in and your time we really appreciate it and we thank god for you be blessed on today mm -hmm.